Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, sometimes it's okay not to feel bad for something that is out of your control. We will get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show here on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended Installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the big news out of the NFL, before we get into the actual games that are being played today, is the decision by the NFL as the league has moved the Steelers-Bills game that was scheduled for tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time to Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. So there's been, uh, obviously, the weather is awful This is more about the travel. It's more about the safety in the county there. It's more about getting to the game, not the actual conditions on the field there in Buffalo at whatever stadium they're calling it now, whether it's New Era, Highmark. I'm going to call it Rich Stadium because that's what I grew up with. But the point is that game's being moved. And Bill Steelers is now Monday at 4.30 Eastern time. And for those of you wondering, that doesn't count as double barrel action on Monday because it's actually a double header. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like there, there are rules to this. All right. And as somebody who calls it uh, double barrel action, there are rules to this. I coined it that phrase. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's just a double header for Monday. But it does bring up 
I think something that a lot of people have been kind of torn or, or been on one side of the fence or another about what they should do with some of these weather games, right? Because you got people who are saying, why are we doing this? It's dangerous. We want these games to be played on equal footing, and we want these games to be played under conditions that are ideal for both teams, not just one to have a significant advantage because they're used to the weather. And then you got people like me who are like, I love weather. I love football. I just want to watch. It's like having a snow globe for three plus hours that, by the way, you can gamble on. Imagine that growing up as a kid. You're walking around the house during the holidays. Mom breaks out the snow globe, twists the bottom. You hear some crummy Christmas rendition they got that they put together in some little box underneath the ball. And then you could just sit there and go, yeah, you know what, though? I think one side of the snow globe is going to do better than the other side, and I can actually bet money on it. Imagine that as a kid, how that would have impacted your life. That's what these games are. Gambling on snow globes. But it does bring up an interesting evaluation that we all have to do at some point or another. Because there are times where it is okay to not feel guilty about being selfish. It is okay. Like all of us, I think, try and do the right things. You hold the door open for somebody. You help somebody when they need help. You know, like you let somebody go in front of you. You try and be kind and courteous to everybody else around you. I mean, yeah, like all of that exists except for, you know, during COVID when you're fighting over the last uh, roll of toilet paper or you're uh, fighting over hand sanitizer. But for the most part, I think we all try and be kind to each other. But there are times where you don't have to feel guilty about being selfish. You don't have to. I went to go pick up food not that long ago, and there was an entire mess at the restaurant because everybody that had called in to get their orders, there was an issue in the kitchen. And for some reason, my order amongst the 15 to 20 people that were waiting in the lobby was ready on time and nobody else's was. That never happens. When, when they brought out my bag of food, the looks I was getting, I got yelled at by somebody in the parking lot. I swear to God on this. I got yelled at by somebody in the parking lot asking, when was your pickup? I said, 3.30. Ours was 2.45. It's 3.35. Why do you have yours? I mean, I was getting yelled at by a lady. I said, hey, listen, I, I don't know. I just walked in to pick up my food, and it was there. And everybody was giving me a dirty look. But you know what I realized when I was driving away? Eh, I'm not going to feel bad about it. What did I do wrong? All I did was put in an order, give them a time, show up, pay, and walk out with my food. The fact that I nearly got jumped when I walked out, so be it. But you know what I got to enjoy? A hot meal on time. So when I hear people talk about, well, you know, these games are dangerous. We shouldn't be playing these games in this condition. I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to feel the least bit bad about it. I want to watch. They set a time. They put the games on. We're going to watch the Kansas City-Miami game. It's going to be near historic lows. Conditions are awful. Dolphins fans are bitching and moaning. Listen, you don't like playing in those conditions? It's real easy. 
win the final game of the season at home against Buffalo when Josh Allen's playing like garbage. Not that hard. So I'm not going to sit here and feel guilty because some people have to deal with the elements, and I don't. I'm sorry. All I did was look at what the schedule was and say, oh, so we get a game later on tonight in in really awful conditions in Kansas City, and I'm not going to complain that it's on an app or a streaming service. I'm not going to complain about it. And then we're going to get this Buffalo-Pittsburgh game in also awful conditions, so much so they got to move it. I'm not going to feel the least bit bad about it. The fact that tickets are ticket prices are plummeting to go to these games because nobody wants to deal with the conditions, I'm not going to feel the least bit bad about it. I hope everybody got their food on time in the restaurant, just like I hope everybody's safe at the game. But I'm not going to be judged and feel bad about myself for wanting to watch some football inside a snow globe when I can actually gamble on it. I'm not going to feel bad about it. So if you're one of those people who are starting to question whether or not you're a decent person because you want to watch some football in bad conditions that may or may not be dangerous or or awful for the players to have to deal with, don't worry about it. Sometimes it's okay to not feel guilty about being selfish. Call me selfish. I want to watch bad conditions, and I want to watch somewhat mediocre football in those conditions, and I want to watch it this weekend, and I'm not going to feel awful about it. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, I also like to say this, speaking of traveling, because, you know, they're saying the reason they're moving this Steelers-Bills game is because of the travel and the issue. You know, travel is the issue, and they want to make sure everybody gets through the game safe. Awesome, cool, fun story. You ever had a connector flight when you travel and it's like a a tight turnaround. Like you have this window, you get to a place and you got 45 minutes after you land to get to your connection. Well, the worst news you can possibly get is that the first flight is delayed because you know what that means? You're probably not going to make your connector. Like the timing is everything. And listen, the timing of, of the connector is on time. It's the other one that's not. When you need two things to happen, both have got to be in sync. So I say all that to say this. Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington, that's the right time. He's leaving Washington at the perfect time. Michael Penix is coming out. They've had a great run, had a great season. They got all the way to the title game. Yes, they lost. Yes, they got run on. Yes, they got dominated. But if you're Washington and you're a Washington fan, damn, they played a lot of close games. They were really fun to watch, but they were in a lot of close games that could have gone one way or the other. If Dan Lanning elects to kick a field goal at the end of the first half in the first meeting against Oregon, who knows how that game goes, but they won that game. They were significant underdogs in the rematch, and they won that game. I give them all the credit in the world. They were fun as hell to watch. But if you're Kalen DeBoer, you probably peaked at Washington, if we're going to be honest about it. This is probably the best they possibly could have done, and they did an outstanding job there. So the timing in one situation is ideal. 
the timing and the other are probably not the greatest in the world. So I'll just be honest with you. Because I don't know of anybody that would be more difficult to follow to a job in college football than Nick Saban. Try that on for size. Hey, so who are you, t- who are you replacing? Oh, the greatest ever. Oh, that's fun. Well, what did he do? There's six titles. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a, a winnable conference. Then eh, not really. I mean, the team that they did beat in the SEC title game, that was their first loss in three years. Ooh. Well, um, yeah, and that team, by the way, went on to a, a bowl game that probably didn't mean anything to anybody against a team everybody thought should have been in the playoff and annihilated them. But that's okay. Okay, but boy, what, what a fun takeover that is. Like, if you're Kalen DeBoer, I don't blame him for leaving Washington. I don't blame him for jumping at the chance to move up in the coaching ranks. But good God, Alabama has got to be one of the most difficult jobs to take over for. And it's not like there's a built-in love for Kalen DeBoer. Like when John Shire took over for Coach K at Duke. He's a Dukey. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that, that does make some sense. Kalen DeBoer taking over for Nick Saban is one of the most daunting tasks you could ever ask for. Ask Mac Jones what it was like taking over for Tom Brady in New England. Not ideal. And so while the timing of the departure was perfect, the timing of the arrival was not. It's like traveling in reverse when you got a connector. First flight out, about 30 minutes behind. Your connector flight, totally on time. Once you find out, next thing you know, you're grabbing your carry-on, you're running through the airport, you're cutting people off, you're knocking purses out of arms, people are walking slow, you're dodging traffic. It's like O.J. Simpson in that Avis commercial from back in the day, which, by the way, look that up. He really was a spokesman for a rental car company. Not making that up. That was back in the day. So if you're Kalen DeBoer, listen, your connector flight... All of that was on time. The problem is everything else around it doesn't exactly add up. And so if you're Washington, you celebrate the departure with, hey, man, he got us as far as he possibly could. But if you're Kalen DeBoer, this is a pressurized situation unlike we've seen in college football in a long-ass time. And he's got to be the one to deal with it. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, We are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We do have another edition of Do You Care? We're also going to have a wild card weekend edition of Knox Locks. And yes, we must address the elephant in the room, which is a first in the history of this show. We've been doing this show for years and years and years, and we had a first. We will address that towards the end of the show as well, too. It's all yours here until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. But we do have some reasoning as to why something happened in the world of sports. And if you really think long and hard about it, it's not that much of a surprise. We'll get into that for you next year from the TireRack.com studios. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now from the Tyrac.com studios. We have a threat, an actual threat in the National Football League from a star player. You will hear that threat coming up here again a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. They keep showing these cutaways to uh, to uh, Arrowhead and Rich Stadium. By the way, just want to, again, 
state that I don't care that it's not called Rich Stadium anymore. That's what I'm calling it. Just like if the Dolphins ever host a playoff game again, I'm calling it Joe Robbie. And if Washington ever hosts a game again, I'm calling it RFK. Don't care. You don't like it? Tough balls. Tough balls. Go back and pretend that I said the right name. Not my problem. Your problem. I don't care. So point is, they keep showing these shots of the stadium it's just, it's brilliant television. I don't know who would not be interested in watching this stuff. I'm sorry, you don't want to, you don't want to go to the game because it's too dangerous. Don't go to the game. I'm not going to feel bad about it. I can't wait to watch. So, uh, more on all that fun stuff coming up later on the show. But we do have uh, some reasoning as to why something happened in the NFL. So obviously, you know the news. Bill Belichick is no longer the head coach of the New England Patriots. Uh, they have decided to move on. And Bill Belichick will be coaching again, despite the age, despite all that stuff, still wants to coach. There's I don't think anybody who thinks that he's lost a step when it comes to game planning and coaching and all that stuff. Like there were probably some games that New England won this year that they probably had no business winning. But Belichick had those guys ready. Like there's nobody that questions whether or not he can still, quote unquote, do it. The question is all the other stuff, building a roster and the other things that come along with it. And so Bill Belichick is going to move on and he's going to coach somewhere else. Now, the feeling from people that are watching this and seeing how it all plays out is that Belichick's going to end up in Atlanta and that he could be the guy that coaches the Falcons. That that's somebody who, listen, Atlanta, they've got to figure out the quarterback position, but Their defense was much improved this year. They've got a lot of talent on offense. The feeling in Atlanta is that part of the reason why Arthur Smith is gone, outside of the fact that he tried to beat up Dennis Allen for one of Dennis Allen's players going rogue last week uh, near the goal line, uh, was also the fact that they were questioning his usage of Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. Like There was just things that, that were happening there that they didn't understand. And so it feels like the Belichick is in line to potentially take over the Falcons job. And that would not be a surprise to a lot of people that have covered the NFL and have seen kind of how this is trending, but it does bring up the, well, what went wrong in new England? God, what went wrong? It's like, oh, well, I mean, like I, I, I could have told you what went wrong a couple of years ago. I, I think I know what happened because the feeling there is that Belichick and Robert Kraft started to grow distant. And that maybe Belichick wasn't totally comfortable with the idea that Gerard Mayo was basically the coach in waiting while in the building. There was some speculation that maybe it it changed the dynamic of their relationship this past year. There's some people who uh, who felt that Belichick and Kraft had also grown that kind of distant. And this year it was very, very obvious and very noticeable. And so the, the question becomes, well, what happened? And then you get down to the bottom of it and you go, well, it was that whole Tom Brady thing. Oh, you, th- yeah, you don't say. Yeah, apparently Robert Kraft was not happy with the fact that Belichick, who he trusted to make these decisions, decided it was time to move on from Tom Brady. And then Tom Brady went out and won a Super Bowl the next year and had a borderline MVP season the year after. You know that stuff. Oh, no kidding. So that's that was the moment. And it's like this is some big groundbreaking earth-shattering development that the reason why Belichick and Kraft started to grow apart is because Tom Brady's departure and Tom Brady going to do on to do what he did in Tampa Bay and prove that he still had a ton left. 
God, boy, boy, what what a newsworthy portion of this whole story. That's like somebody saying, hey, so so where did it go wrong between us? I don't understand. And she looks at you and says, uh, I mean, I don't know. How about when I woke up in the middle of the night and you were so drunk, you thought that the dresser drawer was the urinal? I don't know. Like, maybe maybe that would be the moment. Maybe that's, you think that might have been it? Like, how about when the phone rang and you answered your shoe? You think that's kind of the moment when we realize that maybe you have a drinking and we should go? It's like, dude, what, what did you expect? Of course that was the moment. When Robert Kraft came out and said, he looks at Tom Brady like a son. And Tom Brady goes to Robert Kraft's house to say, I'm done here and I'm going to be elsewhere in tears and Robert Kraft has to trust Belichick that he's making the right move. And then Brady goes out and wins a Super Bowl during COVID. And then has near MVP season the following year. While the Patriots are just kind of slipping more and more towards mediocrity. Of, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course that would be. That would kind of change the dynamic of everything. Yeah, of course. Like, what do you think? <laughs> it's like... Honey, good news. What's that? I've, uh, I found out what caused the fire in the kitchen. Nice. What was it? Well, it was on the stove. That's awesome. What else? I mean, the whole house got burned down, but I've identified what the issue was. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of a problem. We don't have anywhere to go now. Like, that's, that's kind of an issue. It's like, dude, of course that was the problem. That's where everything fell apart. There was even some of the reports, if you believe any of this stuff on ESPN that's come out over the past couple of days, that Belichick, even after it was obvious that Mac Jones should have been benched this season because of poor play, that Belichick, as kind of a middle finger to Robert Kraft as an FU to him, kept playing Mac Jones because they, was, they were kicking the tires on potentially trading him this offseason ownership liked Mac Jones and there was this back and forth to where Mac Jones was caught in the middle like it was a disaster like yeah Tom Brady had had more to to give I would also say that it's fair to point out that Tampa Bay was a much better situation at that time than the New England Patriots were they had a lot more talent around them and they were a lot closer to competing for a world championship than New England was like, both those things can be true. But it's like everybody looking around going, God, what went wrong between Belichick and Kraft? What do you mean? Of course, like, that is a franchise-altering moment. It's like we hear this stuff about, God, well, what went wrong for Nick Saban in Miami with the Dolphins? Like, what, it's like, what do you mean? Like, they chose Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees. Like, it's pretty clear. That's like a pivotal moment. Like, changed multiple franchises, multiple programs. Drew Brees goes to Miami. The Saints' success probably doesn't exist. Sean Payton's success in New Orleans probably doesn't exist. Alabama's run of national championships with Nick Saban probably doesn't exist because Saban probably would have stayed around a little bit longer. Like, yeah, that seemed pretty obvious. So when this stuff comes out now and it's like, God, I mean, I, I can't imagine. Like, where was the moment that everything kind of went awry? It's like that was the moment. When Brady walked away and then did what he did, everything else is going to be compared to that. 
And the problem for New England, they were too far away from competing to try and get back on track. Even the fact that they made a playoff run the first year with Mac Jones, the fact that Mac Jones was a pro bowler, they were doomed the second Brady won that Super Bowl. That's just the reality. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next here, we are going to talk about a threat. We have got a threat from a superstar in the NFL. That'll be yours here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, why don't you tell everybody in the room to shut their damn mouths yeah. and pay some respects to the majestic mm. Edmund Garcia. Thank you, Jonas. It's Happy uh, Saturday, Eddie. Yeah. What's going on? Why hey, am can, I here? What's... Hey, can you believe it? We're doing a show and the streetlights aren't on. That's uh, very weird. <laughs> I'm not really sure how to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Very weird. Did uh, it, like, can I ask you like a kind of a nerdy uh, scheduling question? Sure. So, how did it impact your normal sleep pattern coming into a Saturday, having to work? Did it throw everything off or what? Uh, I'm, I'm fortunately I'm one of those people who, if it's dark and it's quiet, I can go to sleep at any time at any place. So I, you know, I obviously didn't stay up until three in the morning watching. You know Netflix or something like I normally do when I'm yeah. off. Uh, so yeah, I went to went to bed around midnight and uh, got up around eight o'clock this morning and figured out how when do I have to leave now to get there on time because oh, there's true. actually traffic and uh, things like that. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's something we uh, like when we work the overnights. Like we are blessed with not having to deal with traffic for the most part. A little bit going home, but not, like coming into work, there's there's not really a whole lot going on. No. Usually. It's always uh, it's always fun to walk into the building when there are other people here uh, that I'm not used to seeing, and, and the right. reaction the reaction is like, "What? <laughs> That's the thing. What are you doing here?" The people don't understand that when you work at a 24 hour place, like whether you work at a, a convenience store or whatever it is, when you work at some place that's 24 hours, they're just our opposite ends of the world. To where people you've known for years and years, you just don't see for years and years. Just what it is. No, it's it's literally. When you work the overnight shift, you may go literally years without seeing people that you yeah. work in the school in the same company with. So. <laughs> that you're friends with. It's like, hey, what have you been up hey, to? Hey, good to see you're still we're, around. Yeah, working at the same place as you. Okay, we'll never see you. So uh, no. well, we're, we're happy to have you, Eddie. Well, it's good to be with you, Jonas, even though I talk to you every weekday on yeah. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Yeah, it's a new audience. Yeah. And this audience is probably sober, so... For the most part. Maybe a little bit. So, yeah. Well, uh, some news from the NFL. Uh, we were all excited about Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we thought we were going to have two games today, three on Sunday and one on Monday. Turns out it's uh, Deuces Wild. Uh, two today, two Sunday, and now two games on Monday because the NFL has announced that the Bills-Steelers game originally scheduled for Sunday has been moved to Monday due to severe weather. In Buffalo, the game now scheduled to kick off Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fortunately, it is a holiday. Hopefully, everybody uh, has that day off, or else a lot of people will be calling in sick, perhaps, especially if they're Steelers or or Bills fans. But again, yes, the game Steelers-Bills moved to Monday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. As for the games today, uh, coming up in just about two hours, excited to get Wild Card Weekend underway in Houston. Texans hosting the Browns. Cleveland checks in 11-6. Houston is 10-7, but hosting because they won the AFC South. Browns will be facing the Texans for the 
second time this season. They had a Week 16 matchup uh, in Houston. That one was won by Cleveland, 36-22, but C.J. Stroud did not play in that game. He was out with a concussion. We will have football in Kansas City later today, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins. Despite the conditions there in Kansas City, forecast has the temperatures below zero at kickoff. I can't wait for that one. Both teams check in 11 and 6. Now, they did meet earlier. It was not below zero in Frankfurt, Germany, week nine when they met. That was a 21-14 win for Kansas City. And checking one of the Sunday games, Philadelphia Eagles going to be without standout wide receiver A.J. Brown for the game in Tampa against the Buccaneers. With a knee injury, they say if Philadelphia advances, which right now seems a little shaky, uh, he could be back for the next round. And we got a couple of uh, top 25 college basketball finals trickling in. Number five, Tennessee wins at Georgia, 85-79. Seventh-ranked North Carolina, all over Syracuse, 103-67. And number 15, Wisconsin beat Northwestern, 71-63. Now back to Jonas Knox in the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. I almost said two pros I know you did. Just by habit. <laughs> Damn it. Bastard. Uh, all right, so uh, coming up here in about 12 minutes from now from these times, Tyrac.com studios. We are going to have another edition of Do You Care? That'll be yours here on FSR. So we do have a threat in the National Football League, and threats are always fun. It's always fun to be threatened. Like when somebody tells you, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to do that. Like that's always fun. That's usually when me, just because I'm an a-hole, will just completely do the opposite. Like, hey, I'm telling you right now, if you if you do that ever again, I'm going to do this. Okay, Watch. So the threat in the NFL is from a star player, and that star player is Max Crosby of the Las Vegas Raiders, where there is a report out that Max Crosby has told Mark Davis and the Raiders organization that if they don't hire Antonio Pierce to be their head coach, he will demand a trade. Wow, that's fun. (laughs) By the way, that's fun. You know the best part about this as well, too? Because there's been some speculation that Jim Harbaugh would get the job, that that would be the ideal hire, that Mark Davis really would be interested in hiring Jim Harbaugh, that there's mutual interest there as well, too. They tried to make it happen maybe a couple of years ago, and that Jim Harbaugh would be the home run hire, the big swing for Mark Davis that he would take this offseason. The best part about this is, Antonio Pierce was probably the favorite to land the job anyways. Like he was probably the favorite to land the job because Mark Davis went against his better judgment a couple of years ago. You remember when John Gruden got canned because of that whole scandal that took place, the email and stuff that came out that was leaked, and so they were forced to fire him? The Raiders made the playoffs that year, and they made the playoffs with Rich Passaccia taking over as interim head coach. And the feeling was afterwards that the players all loved Basaccia. They loved playing for him. He was like they they were ecstatic about having him as their head coach. And then they got into the off season, even after a playoff run in a competitive game at Cincinnati. By the way, after that playoff run, they went out and they hired Josh McDaniels as the head coach. That was their big hire, their big swing. And the feeling was they kind of lost a lot of players there because they felt like Rich Passaccia was the guy. They loved him. And then they moved in another direction. And players talked about that. And so the feeling I always got was, well, there's no way Mark Davis is going to let that happen again. Maybe there's better candidates out there. But it felt like it was always going to end up being Antonio Pierce. And as it turns out, according to Adam Schefter and others, Antonio Pierce is the front runner to get the job. 
But the fact that Max Crosby comes out and threatens a trade if they don't hire Antonio Pierce, you better be right. Like this, like this better go really, really well. Because if you turn down the opportunity to land a Jim Harbaugh because one of your players threatens a trade if you don't give him his guy, and then you acquiesce to that player and give him his guy, and the team in your division hires the guy that maybe you kind of wanted a little bit more, but you, you, you caved to the threat by Max Crosby... This could be looking like a decade-long regrettable decision for the Raiders. If they hire Antonio Pierce, he doesn't end up turning out to be who they thought he was going to be. They don't have the sustained success. And Jim Harbaugh goes to the Chargers and figures out a way to build that organization up to have long-term success in that division, in that conference, with already a franchise quarterback in place. You better hope that you're right here. Like... I, I get the threat. I know Max Crosby's looking around at all the instability with the organization. I know he's looking around and saying, listen, like uh, I'm, I'm tired of not knowing who our guy is and interim coaches and firings and hirings. I'm tired of all that. If you don't give me my guy, I want out of here. It's like, okay, well, let's, let's hope this works out because the team in your division that you got to see twice a year for the next foreseeable future is about ready to hire the guy that the owner really wanted, but he's caving to a threat by the player. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but it does appear that Antonio Pierce is going to get the job in Las Vegas, which would mean Jim Harbaugh could be in line to take over for the Chargers. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's coming up next here. It is a Saturday tradition unlike any other. It's another edition of Do You Care, and it's yours here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 12 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, I'm going to tell you why one team in the NFL should be celebrated for what they're doing. They should be celebrated. And the problem is there's a lot of people who aren't celebrating them. They're criticizing them. We'll get into that for you again coming up here a little over 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Also, a reminder, shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, including earlier this hour, where I'm going to make you feel better about feeling guilty for something. Make sure you check out that podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, that's the important part. Follow it, rate it, and review it. Again, search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. I'll also tweet out a link to that after we are done at the Jonas Knox on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. So that's where you can find the pod after we go off the air. But right now, it's time for this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about all week. Bo? All right. So uh, Pete Carroll went and did the uh, last edition of the Pete Carroll Show on uh, Seattle Sports 710 AM, where he, uh, he said that it wasn't football people who ultimately ultimately made the call to uh, end his tenure as head coach of the Seahawks. Do you care? Yeah, I think it's pretty oh, yeah, I love it here. So, like, so basically, Pete Carroll's saying, 
Look, if it were up to the people who actually know football, I'd still be here. But the people that don't know football who are making the decisions above the general manager and myself, they're the ones that were on the hook for this. And that Pete Carroll's still going to have a role within the organization. So basically, in the most kind way possible, he called out the organization that's still going to be cutting him a check for another role that he will be taking with the same organization. That's just fun for everybody. Creates an awkward tension, and I'm all about awkwardness. Next! Uh, Oregon head coach Dan Lanning turned uh, Alabama's attempt to uh, lure him away into a pretty sick recruiting video for the uh, Oregon Ducks. Uh, Do you care? Yeah, at first... I just I love how uh, Dan Lanning was calling out Deion Sanders earlier this year. We're fighting for wins. They're fighting for clicks, blah, 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 blah. And then they've gone on to turn that into like two different Twitter social media videos. Like they went, I think there was one that they did leading up to the game against Colorado that they came out afterwards. I think and now he's got this one following him not taking the Alabama job. It's like. Dude, we get it. I mean, this is just, but this is the new day and age. And by the way, Dan Lanning's 37. So that's a young guy who knows exactly how to appeal to the younger demographic and the younger crowd. And for those of you that said, well, why would he leave Oregon to go take the Alabama job? Well, he's got SEC ties. He was a grad assistant under Saban. He was also uh, the defensive coordinator at Georgia under Kirby Smart, who's also an assistant of Nick Saban. So a lot of it did make some sense, but it is pretty funny. I was now turned this into another reason why you should go to Oregon. Next. Uh, Chicago Bulls fans, they booed the late Jerry Krause as the team honored him with enshrinement into their ring of honor last night. Uh, His wife was there. She was driven to tears. Uh, Jonas, do you care? Yeah, like... I love it. I love it. Isn't he dead? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, he is. I mean... I come... What? (laughs) Like, I, I don't... Like, at some point... And look, I know that they're, you know, they're probably, you know, ripping old styles before the game and, you know, having a few cocktails. But at some point, do you think somebody nudges the other guy and goes, why are you booing, dude? Her, she lost her husband and they're celebrating a guy who brought us a lot of world titles. Like, what are you? And, and yet here they are just booing away like like fans are savages, man. Like they, they, they do not get. Let's go live to our I have a thought on the widow of Jerry Krause insider, Chris Perfect. I just. I wonder how much of this is because of the last dance. Like, I, I, I may, maybe a lot of these people were alive during that run and blame him squarely. But I feel like that documentary, you know, Jerry Krause wasn't alive for it. So much of the blame was laid at his feet there. Of course. He's been vilified as like the guy who was responsible for the Bulls breaking up through that documentary. I I don't think this happens without that. Yeah, because all the eyeballs that were on that documentary because it was during COVID, the Scottie Pippen stuff, like everything, like like all of that caused so much bad feeling and bad tension from people who only got one side of the story that it's now led to all this. I mean, listen, I personally wouldn't do it, but again, I'm not as crazy of a fan who is, uh, you know, 15, 16 beers deep like these guys were probably. Next! Uh, Shohei Otani's dog, Decoy, received a visa from the U.S. Embassy in Japan. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. I don't care. I'm leaving Like, I don't care about seeing any pictures of anybody's dog on social media. I don't care about seeing having anybody's dog travel with them. I'm not into this stuff. Can we just get to the baseball season already? Next! 
Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers will return to school next year, uh, while USC quarterback Caleb Williams has yet to declare, and I believe the deadline is Monday for that. So, Jonas, do you care? Uh, I do care because I think, it's, way, uh-huh, I think it's pretty uh-huh, funny like how it. Caleb Williams is playing this whole thing. There was also a tweet that went out that some are calling fake, saying Caleb Williams wants assurances the Bears are going to trade the number one pick because he doesn't want to go to Chicago. And based on the way those fans treated Jerry Krause's widow, I don't blame him. Next! Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown will not play on Monday. Uh, he has deleted all Eagles and football-related content from his Instagram account. <laughs> Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. This is... Don't give up. I've got more on this. I just, I can't, like, I, some of this crap that people do, like, some of the, like, the passive-aggressive behavior that people make on social media is just disgusting to me. Like, I'm so tired of it. And yet, we all play into it, we all lean into it, and it never fails every time. Next! All right, with its release on Apple TV+, Plus, I will finally be able to attempt to watch Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon uh, it is three hours and 30 minutes long, and I have a uh, borderline two-year-old, so I'm thinking it's going to take me at least six tries to finish it. Uh, so, Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do, uh, because yeah, I tried I to it do here. it last night. I tried to watch it last night, and my wife and I were like, all right, you know, we we thought about seeing this movie. And, like, our reasoning for not going to see it in the theater was like, dude, we don't have three and a half hours to kill, because if we want to get dinner beforehand. Like, you're talking about four and a half hours away from a two-year-old for us. It's just not happening. Like that's it. It's just it's not it's not a realistic thing to happen. And so we thought, okay, let's wait till it comes out on TV. We'll try and watch it at home. Made it an hour twenty and was out cold. I I, I mean I have no idea uh, what what happened the rest of the movie. We'll try and finish it later, but it's a daunting task during wildcard weekend. So there's a team in the NFL that deserves to be celebrated. The problem is you got too many people out there criticizing them. That's not happening here. I'll tell you who it is coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show here on the iHeartRadio app. You can always find us on hundreds of affiliates all across this country and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, the rest of this hour. And we do it all live we'll in the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the big story in the NFL that took place uh, and went down earlier today was the decision by the National Football League to move the uh, Steelers-Bills game that was scheduled for tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time. They're going to go ahead and move that bad boy over to Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time because of the issues with the weather. All right, so there are two problems this weekend in the NFL with weather. You've got the Dolphins and the Chiefs which are looking at like minus five degree temperatures at kickoff later on tonight. You've also got the Bills and the Patriot or Bills and the Steelers rather. And that game is being moved because of weather. And the reason for the move is not so much because of the conditions on the field as it is the conditions traveling to try and get to the game. And because of that, they're going to play it safe. They don't want, fans having to travel in that and so they're going to move this game to monday at 4 30 eastern time and listen i said it earlier in the show 
I wanted to watch it. I have no issue watching bad weather football games. I think it makes for more entertaining football games. We don't get that many every single year. So when we get them, we may as well enjoy it. Uh, there are some people who say, well, it's dangerous. It's reckless to do. And for that, I say, I understand. I'm just not going to feel bad about being entertained by that. I'm just not. Because let me tell you what I don't do. I don't stop and stare in an accident when I drive by it. Because I realize I'm impacting the people behind me. So you know what I do? I just drive. I don't stop and stare. I don't, I'm don't. i not a looky-loo. I, I don't sit there and go, ooh, what happened over there? Ooh, is that a fender bender? Because then you're just making traffic for everybody else. You're stopping everybody else getting from where they need to go because you're too nosy. I don't do that. So I'm not going to sit there and criticize you for it, just like I'm not going to be criticized for enjoying really bad conditions that could be dangerous to the people playing in them or maybe the people that are watching them. I'm not going to feel bad about it. It's more entertainment for me. It's entertaining television, and I want to see it. But it does bring up a conversation that has popped up that people have pointed out with the Buffalo Bills as an organization that is going to happen here within the next uh, couple of years. You see, the Bills are building a new stadium. And they need a bunch of things done, and they need uh, it to be more state-of-the-art and more modern. Like, it's been a long time since the Bills have had a new stadium. And so the Bills are building this new stadium. And people are criticizing the Buffalo Bills because the Buffalo Bills are building this new stadium, but they're building it without a roof. So with all these conditions and everything going on there, the Bills are refusing to make their stadium a dome or a retractable roof and and really try and cater to the fans and everybody there so they can have a, a better environment to watch football. And there's a lot of people that are criticizing for them. Uh, one of those people is not me. I would like to celebrate the Buffalo Bills as an organization for having the balls to go against what every other team in the NFL is trying to do. You see what the Bears are trying to do? The Bears are trying to build this new venue away from downtown Chicago. And they've got, I mean, they've got this, like, all this stuff mapped out. Like, they've got, I mean, it's going to have a retractable roof, and it's going to have this and that. And the idea is, well, I mean, we can attract a Super Bowl maybe. Maybe we can get a Super Bowl here. Like all these other teams, like the Rams were playing at that outhouse, the Coliseum, and then they built SoFi Stadium, the world's largest gazebo. And next thing you know, they've got a Super Bowl there. They've got the national championship there. There's going to be World Cup games there. They had WrestleMania there. Like, I mean, they've got all these because they were catering to the crowd. They were catering to everybody else. Like, hey, we, we want the business. Bring it here. Like the Minnesota Vikings built a brand new venue. They got a Super Bowl. Like, hey, we'll put a dome on it. We'll put a roof on it. We'll make it a dome. Like, come here. We would like a Super Bowl. The Bills are like, oh, so we could maybe get a Super Bowl if we put a dome on this and put a roof on this thing, make it a dome. And kind of, Okay. And they grabbed their crotch and put their middle finger in the air and said, screw you. This isn't how we do things in Buffalo. We're going to build a stadium with no roof. We're going to deal with the elements forever and ever. And if you don't like it, you can kiss our ass. And for that, they should be celebrated. They should be. Can we get a round of applause for the Buffalo Bills as an organization for having the guts to stand up 
to the business aspect of everything, a round of applause for the Buffalo Bills as an organization to stand up for what everybody else is trying to do. Everybody else out there trying to get a Super Bowl, trying to be more appealing. Like there's something to be said for the one restaurant in town that doesn't really have a carb-free option. Like there's something to be said for that restaurant. Now, I'll admit it, I am a really healthy eater. I don't eat a lot of carbs. But I do have an appreciation for the place in town when you walk in and say, Hi, can I get that? that you make in a sandwich, but can I get that on a salad without the bread? And they look at you and say, no, but you can get arrested if you ever come in here again. That's what you can get. Why don't you go ahead and get lost? There's a place for that. It's just not here. This should be celebrated. People should be looking at the Buffalo Bills as an organization and saying, you know what? They did it their way. There's an appreciation for that. They did. They could have followed along the line and said, well, you know, we could easily do this because it's more accepted. It's more it, more universally praised. Like, you think the Buffalo Bills as an organization are worried about getting a Super Bowl to town? They're just worried about winning a Super Bowl. They got bigger problems. They're trying to forget about that four-year run where they came up short every time. Hosting a Super Bowl. Get out of here. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. And you know what? What's a, a faster way to get to us winning a Super Bowl? If we've got an absolute advantage every time we host a playoff game. And guess what? They're doing it. Now to roll the dice once you get there. And more often than not, they've crapped out. But if you're the Bills, you're like, I, we, don't, we don't care. But this is who we are. We play in these conditions. You don't like it? Go somewhere else. Like, oh, oh, you, oh, so-and-so is building a stadium that got this room. Look, good for them. That's not what we do. And they should be celebrated. So a tip of the cap, bravo to the Buffalo Bills as an organization for knowing what you are, embracing what you are, and for anybody else criticizing you for what you are, looking at them and saying, F you, this is us, and if you don't like it, you can take your ass somewhere else. Bravo to the Buffalo Bills. Now. They go out and lose to Pittsburgh. Who knows? Maybe we'll reevaluate this whole thing. But the point is, the Buffalo Bills should be celebrated for their courage under fire to stand against the trend and to do it their way. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. A lot of positive feedback in uh, coming into the show here. For those of you wondering, right, like looking around, going, man, like you guys, uh, you guys, I mean, does anybody like celebrate this show? Like you celebrate the Buffalo Bills? Absolutely. Like uh, the Twitter account, Eat S and Die, which writes in a first for the Jonas Knox show. What could that be? A show that doesn't suck out loud. Jason writes in, J off Jonas can now bleep it out to your older beard geezer, Bella bitch, and that iconic record without your all-time boy toy, TB12, and hope he comes to L.A. to coach the bleep chargers and have bleep dreams about him in his powder blue. Paul writes in, Joni the bleep, stick to stalking Jim Harbaugh and his every move and what lame-ass gig will take next in your knockoff khakis and Michigan shirt. Who's got it better than you, F-boy? 
at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter or X, whatever you prefer, where you can see the positive feedback of this show as we are an hour and change in to this two hour extravaganza. All right. Uh, we are doing this show live here from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, though, we got a lot of drama. There's more drama in the NFL. It involves one of the best teams in the league, and it's ridiculous, and we all buy into it, and we all give it way too much attention, and I'll tell you what that is. That's next here on FSR. Without a doubt, the most popular sports talk radio host on the island of Guam is Jonas Knox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up a little over, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. We could have ourselves, uh, (laughs) well, some very interesting moments. Uh, A lot of familiarity this weekend in the NFL, and it creates some interesting moments that could take place over the next couple of days. I'll explain what those are, again, a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So... Bo Benson mentioned this in our uh, most uh, our latest award-winning edition of Do You Care? Just the AJ Brown deleting all you know social media references to the Eagles. He's out for their game coming up on Monday against the Buccaneers, and it's like oh, okay, well, you know, more drama, more drama. It's just like, dude, like, like this is exactly why I I couldn't do. MySpace or Facebook, exactly why. I just couldn't deal with it. I, I I could not deal with the constant self like congratulating and and constant need for me like there's this great line in True Detective where Rust Cole's in the interrogation room and he says, Surely this is all for me. Me, I'm so important. I'm so important. Like that's exactly what social media has become where it's this constant celebration and look it's you you can i i've always said this it's either a weapon or it's like a hammer it's either a weapon or a tool but like this latest aj brown stuff to where he's been ruled out of the playoff game and now he's decided to remove all his eagles references and affiliation on instagram he's deleted his twitter he's done this he's it's like dude if you don't want to be there just i don't want to be here like if you're that unhappy, just he doesn't want to be there. If it's not about that, then it's then it ain't about that. Like, like what's wrong with just leaving? You know, like a lot of people criticize the Irish goodbye, but you know there is something to it. Hey, where'd so and so go? He's gone. Huh? No kidding. Now, you remember when Marshawn Lynch retired? He just put a picture of some tennis shoes hanging off a a power line. <laughs> so that's it. Okay. Like LeBron James, when he would get into the into the playoffs, it would be zero dark 23 or whatever it was. He had to let everybody know, I'm activated now. Why don't you just not go on? Like, what's, what's the, like, why are we doing this? It's like, this is like the people, like just constant passive aggressiveness. Like, just like, uh, oh boy. They just somebody ruined my day. Dot dot dot. Okay, who was it? If you're not going to tell us, and then just don't say anything. We don't want to hear it. So now you got AJ Brown going to social media, and you got all these. It's like, man, like if you're the Eagles, this has been a season that has gone 
so far in the opposite direction of what everybody projected it and what it was looking like that this is why you find yourself, which, by the way, they find themselves in a winnable spot. Like, they find themselves a favorite on the road against Tampa Bay, a team who's banged up and won the race for the division championship in the worst division in the NFC, if not the league. Like, that, like that's, the, that, that's what you got. I mean, the Cowboys had this spot last year. They won handedly. And now Philadelphia's got to deal with more drama. And it's more, oh, A.J. Brown. And it's this. And it's like, man, like now, now you've got speculation. Nick Sirianni could be on the hot seat. That if it goes bad on Monday night, that there could be some people looking at Nick Sirianni. Maybe it's like, what, what are we talking about? Like, what world are we in? They just went to a Super Bowl. You can argue they should have won that Super Bowl. Had they had the ball last, they would have won that game. It's a fact. And yet here we are less than a year later and the coach is on the hot seat. The wide receiver, everybody was celebrating who came over in a trade to Philadelphia, loves it in Philadelphia, close friends with Jalen Hurts. Now he's removed everything off social media. It's like, dude, just like at some, like some point there's too much drama, just too much. And you can either play into it or you can't play into it. But if I'm the Eagles, you got a great opportunity to advance to the next round and depending on how things play out elsewhere in the Lions and Rams game, Philadelphia could find themselves in a spot to where, yes, they've got to go on the road, but it ain't like they're going to go on the road against somebody they're not familiar with. Like, there's going to be an opportunity, and that opportunity is just a game away if you win this game in Tampa Bay, and yet here we go again. they got to deal with more crap. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of crap, I think there's a lot of people that are full of crap. And what I mean by a lot of people, I mean by the people that are bitching and moaning about the Dolphins-Chiefs game. And I'm not talking about the people complaining about the conditions or the people complaining about the injuries that Miami has. And and listen, both legitimate complaints from that standpoint. Because you've got a lot of injuries for Miami. They've been really banged up. There's been injuries around the league, but Miami has been gutted lately with injuries. I mean, their two best pass rushers are out for the year. They've got other injuries on defense. Tyreek Hill's been hobbled. Jalen Waddle, most like a ton of injuries for Miami. And most of them do not involve Tua Tagovailoa, which I think a lot of people would have said, who are you worried about health-wise? It's like, yeah, he's been banged up a little bit, but at least he's there. And he's going to be starting this game for the Miami Dolphins in Arrowhead against Kansas City coming up later on tonight. So I'm not talking about the people bitching about the conditions because there's a lot of people out there. I've already said my piece on that. Stop crying. It's football weather. Enjoy it just like I'm going to enjoy it. It's a snow globe you can gamble on. That's the way I look at it. But I'm talking about the people complaining that it's on a streaming service. Like there are people like you've got like uh, I I think like politicians trying to oh we don't want it on a streaming service. It's got to be. It's like, dude, I get it. It's not ideal. You know what I don't like? I don't like having to like go to like two or three different remotes to try and get one thing on and then switch over to the other. Like there's something to watching something on regular television and you can just hit the previous button and go back to the pre and it just it's easy. Instead, you got to go out of this. You got to go to this app and this has got to be changed and it's not that remote. It's this remote. Look, I get it. It's all a little bit of a pain in the ass. But I love the people that are like, oh, my, of course, uh, of course it's on a streaming service. Why, I mean, why can't this be on regular TV? So what are you going to do? Not watch? 
Like, are you are you going to stand your ground and say, "Ooh, I'm not into this." Hey, I'm not going to watch. Oh, really? Like all the people that threaten to not watch if the league doesn't do this, and I'm not going to. Oh, oh, so so that's why. So that's why the regular season had the second most viewers in the history of the NFL. So that's why. Because everybody's going to go somewhere else. What are you going to do? Hey, let's watch that Dolphins-Chiefs game later on today. No, it's on a streaming service. Ooh, I'm out. Let's see. What college basketball game's on? Ooh, is that a San Jose State game? Ooh, hey, look, guys. It's San Jose State against Taco Bell Tech. Let's watch that one. That's a fun one to watch. We're not going to watch the NFL game. It's on a streaming service. Shut up. You're not going anywhere. You'll figure out a way to watch it. Whether you want to do it illegally, that's on you. You're going to have to live with the repercussions, not me. But everybody's going to watch. You're wasting your time complaining about it. You don't have the discipline to say no to the NFL. Just like I don't have the discipline to say no to the NFL. I got news for you. If the NFL weren't around, I'd be a much better husband and father. But guess what? It is here. And the NFL is my side piece. And you know what? Just like I ain't apologizing for watching bad weather football and not caring about the condition for the people there that are in the in the game and in the environment, I'm not going to apologize for having a side piece named the NFL. I don't care if the NFL is on a streaming app that I have to drive to Tijuana to get a hold of. I'm going to watch it. Just like I'm going to watch this game later on tonight. And just like you're going to watch this game later on tonight. And don't pretend that you're not. You'll figure out some sort of way to figure out how to make all of this stuff happen. And it'll magically appear on your phone or your television or your laptop or your iPad or whatever you want to call it. But everybody complaining about it just wasted their time for an entire week. Because guess what? That game's kicking off in less than five hours. And I know what you're going to do. You'll be right in front of it, watching all of it. And whether it means you signed up for the app or you didn't sign up for the app, that's exactly where you'll be because you don't have the discipline. And that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to not have any discipline. This is one of those times, and you should enjoy the hell out of it. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. That's at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And again, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next here, we got some very interesting storylines. Very interesting storylines in the National Football League that could play out and also be very awkward this weekend. We'll get into that for you here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, roll out the red carpet in your ears and tell anybody making a noise around you to shut their damn mouths because it's the majestic Edmund Garcia. I don't care. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Not yet, but uh, still have a little while to go. Thank you, thank you, Jonas. Always appreciate those. Hey, by the way, fabulous yeah. introductions. Yes, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you and I were talking yesterday, and you said it best. You said, you know what? I am an a hole. I want to watch a bad weather football game. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah. like, why not? Like, what do I care? I'm not at that game. It's not my problem. Uh, not only do I want to watch it, I want to watch it more. Yes, <laughs> I'm here for the freak show. I don't care. Sorry, yeah, who cares? am I a bad guy? Fine, I don't care. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I want to see two feet of snow. I want to see them run around and slog around in two feet of snow. I don't care. Yeah, I'm good with it. Makes uh, makes for more entertaining television. And if anybody's got a problem with it and they don't want to go to the game, don't go to the game. I'm watching. Not my issue. Not my problem. 
Well, I guess the NFL kind of has a problem with it because of the big news today. Uh, we've got Super Wild Card Weekend getting ready to kick off in about an hour. But we thought we were going to have three games on Sunday. Not the case. It's going to be two games today, two games Sunday, and now two games on Monday. The Bills-Steelers game originally scheduled for Sunday has been moved to Monday because of severe weather in Buffalo. The lake effect snow apparently coming in on Sunday. So the game will now kick off Monday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. It is a Monday holiday for uh, for most folks, so that will help a little bit, I guess. Uh, but we mentioned coming up in about an hour the wild card weekend will kick off in Houston. Texans hosting the Browns. Cleveland checks in 11 and 6. Houston, the AFC South winners are 10 and 7. They get those the game. These two teams did face each other week 16. That was a Browns victory 36 22. However, CJ Stroud did not play in that game for Houston. Out with a concussion, that'll make a big difference. Uh, also, one other player out that could be a factor in this one for Cleveland, their kicker Dustin Hopkins not playing. So, Riley Patterson will be kicking field goals for Cleveland today if it comes down to that. Keep that in mind. Also, 8 p.m. Eastern time in Kansas City. Chiefs hosting the Dolphins. There is severe weather. For Kansas City, forecast has the game time temperature at kickoff below zero, but they are playing this one. Both teams check in at 11 and 6. They met week 9 in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, that was a Kansas City 21-14 victory. Uh, there are reports that for Miami, wide receiver Jalen Waddle and running back where he Mostert will both play in this game. Waddle nursing an ankle injury and Mostert a knee and ankle injury that uh, limited them in practice this week. We do have some news from one of the Sunday games. The Philadelphia Eagles not going to have standout wide receiver A.J. Brown for the game against the Buccaneers due to a knee injury. Some college basketball top 25 finals. Number 5 Tennessee wins at Georgia 85-79. 7th ranked North Carolina rolls over Syracuse 103-67. 15th ranked Wisconsin beat Northwestern 71-63. And number 22 Creighton a 66-65 winner over St. John's. Now back to Jonas Knox from the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Jonas Knox here on FSR. By the way, coming up here in about 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have another edition of Knox Locks. And speaking of Knox Locks, there was a first in the history of the show. We will address that. Plus, we are going to address the wild card weekend. We're going to pick every single game. There is one game that I am more confident on than maybe any game this entire season for what it's worth. So that'll be yours here again, 15 minutes from now on Fox sports radio. So the first game to kick off the wild card weekend in the NFL comes up in about an hour from now. And it's the Browns and the Texans. It's back in Houston. And I'm just wondering how awkward could things possibly be between these two teams? You know what I mean? Like, like because it does feel like there's a a major storyline between these two teams, and I just I can't imagine. Like, there's something that kind of ties these two teams together, which is probably why we dubbed this game during the week as the Massage Bowl between the Browns and the Houston Texans, because I can't imagine that after Deshaun Watson sat there and criticized the organization and buried the organization and alienated the organization and quit on the organization after signing a long-term deal like he did to force his way out of Houston to get to somewhere else. All the meantime, all the other stuff was going on behind the scenes and off the field. 
I just can't imagine that guy coming back home if he is there with the Browns and actually does travel with the Browns to this game and this playoff game, even though he's not playing and out for the year. I just can't imagine that it's going to be the warmest reception in the world. You know, I just I, I can't imagine that Texans fans are going to be sitting there going, you know what? We loved having Deshaun Watson here as our quarterback, even though we've got one of the best young quarterbacks the league has seen over the past couple of years and CJ Stroud. You know, let's go ahead and celebrate uh, the potential return of Deshaun Watson here. You know, that that should be a fun one. I can't I'm sure everything's going to be on the up and up. There's going to be no mention signs. There's going to be no tailgating photos or anything alluding to the fact that uh, Deshaun Watson may have been a little bit of a weirdo when he was the quarterback here. I can't I just I can't imagine any of that stuff would transpire with the way fans are today. I, I just can't imagine any of that stuff would go down, you know. So be on the lookout that that stuff could pop up during any of your searches online over the next uh, next hour or so as people get ready for this matchup between the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans, which again kicks off less than an hour from now in Houston. A lot, a lot of storylines there between those two. Also a lot of storylines, as we have talked about, because I was openly and actively rooting for the L.A. Rams to win last week in San Francisco or Santa Clara. You know what I mean? Bay Area. It's a long ways away from downtown San Francisco. And thankfully for that. But point is, I was rooting for the Rams to win that game openly because I wanted to see this Rams-Lions game with all the storylines that played into it. Like all of those storylines, the Jared Goff, Sean McVay dynamic. You know, you remember when when Jared Goff was the quarterback of the Rams, they went to a Super Bowl, and then Sean McVay and him had some sort of a falling out, and Sean McVay decided to go ahead and they needed to move on from Jared Goff and get rid of him because they had to bring in Matt Stafford and improve the improve that position, improve the quarterback spot. They apparently had some disagreements towards the end. And it wasn't handled all that well. And so they basically sent Jared Goff into Siberia, so to speak, in Detroit. And what did Jared Goff do? Actually ended up going to a team that is one of the better built teams and franchises in the NFL now. He's now revitalized his career. They're hosting a playoff game. They've got sellouts there at Ford Field. And you got Sean McVay acknowledging after the fact, yeah, we won a Super Bowl, but, you know, I probably got to handle that Jared Goff breakup a little bit better. Probably got to handle that. You know, if I, if I had a do-over, I, I probably would have gone back in time and, like, redone that whole situation because he did kind of get screwed over, for being honest here. And, yes, things worked out. Like I said, they won a Super Bowl. Things have turned around in Detroit. Everybody's happy. Like, like everybody ended up being happy. It still doesn't dismiss the fact that not handled the right way by Sean McVay. And he acknowledged it. Like, he, he has said it multiple times. I should have been better in that spot. Because he was the scapegoat. He was the fall guy. And I always go back to the fact that in his final appearances for the L.A. Rams, he was healthy enough to play. They went with John Wofford at quarterback. He got hurt, and Jared Goff bailed them out in Seattle in a playoff game and actually played pretty well considering the conditions at Lambeau Field against Green Bay the following week and then was gone. Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind. 
But all of that to the side, you cannot deny the fact that Detroit has more pressure on them than any team in the NFL this weekend. And it ain't even close. Not even close. Because think about it. If you're Goff and you're Detroit, the feeling, if you were, if this was anybody else, would be, oh man, listen, this is not a one-and-done situation for us. We are building. The future is bright. The problem is, that future is staring square in the eyes with its past and Jared Goff's past. And the past being, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Like, if you don't think that that team's gotten more pressure on them than any other team in the league this weekend, you are crazy. Like, just go through all the home teams and the what-if scenarios. Like, if Houston loses this game to Cleveland, well, they're favored to. Like, they're favored to lose this game. Cleveland's the road favorite here. So if Houston loses, loses, that's by expectation. If Kansas City loses, yeah, they lost kind of a up and down season they were inconsistent but you know what at least we got Mahomes. we're gonna be fine we'll retool we'll be back next year if dallas loses it's like well that's what we normally do like we normally lose to the packers what are the packers like nine and one their last 10 against dallas it is what it is yeah there'll be changes but nothing changes the fact that they're going to be talked about and jerry jones is going to make some comments that people are scratching their heads for and mike mccarthy is going to be on the hot seat and all the other stuff that comes along with it if the Bills lose, eh, we were just happy to be here. Like, we were projected to not be a playoff team about a month and a half ago. The fact that we're here hosting a game and it got moved and we had to deal with all that just kind of is what it is. And if you're the Bucks and you lose, it's like, well, we won the division that happened to be the worst division in the NFL. And we're underdogs at home. So, I mean, what do, what do you really expect going against the NFC champs? If Detroit loses, here we go again. Like, another year that we didn't win a play. And it was against the guy that was criticized for not being able to deliver us a playoff win all his time in Detroit. He comes back to Detroit to finally win a playoff game, but as a Ram. Nobody in the NFL has got more pressure on him this weekend than the Detroit Lions, and that's what makes that matchup so fascinating to close up Sunday's action in Wild Card Weekend. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Again, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, though, it is a first in the history of the show, and we've been doing it for a long-ass time. We'll tell you what that is right here on FSR. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) 
Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It is Monsi Bolaños and Alex Curry. Make sure you stick around. They will have everything covered for you when it comes to the NFL playoffs wildcard weekend starting in less than an hour from now. They will be on the air for kickoff between the Texans and the Browns. So keep it there. Monsi and Alex coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Yeah. Do want to mention, just wait your turn. I do want to mention that uh, there was a first, a first in Knox Locks. In the history of the show, we will be getting to that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. But also, after this show, be sure to check the podcast out. So if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And this is the most important thing, all right? Be sure to follow, rate, and review the pod. So if you want to throw in some compliments for yours truly and you want to do like a little uh, five-star rating and celebrate the content that you're hearing, you go right ahead. That's the place to make it happen. So be sure to follow it, rate it, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And I will tweet out or X out a link to that pod at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. But right now, it's time to address a little bit of history. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. You know what? There's a lot of haters out there. A lot of people who wanted to see a first in the history of this show. Now, I have bloviated about this over the past, I don't even know how long we've been doing this show for. Eight years? Going on nine years we've been doing this show here at Fox Sports Radio? Never in the history in that eight to nine year run that we have had has Knox locks ever finished below 500 during the regular season until now. And you know what? I'm not going to be held responsible. for. All right. I'm all about accountability, but it's not my fault that I thought the new England Patriots could put something together in bill Belichick's final game as head coach and beat the Jets by two or two and a half. It's not my fault. It's also not my fault that the Chicago Bears went into Lambeau Field and got embarrassed yet again by the Green Bay Packers, who didn't play all that great. They just didn't need to because it was the Bears. It's not my fault. Now, it is my fault that I told you the Bills were going to win that game in Miami and cover the two and a half. So because of that, and because of a one and two week... 
I finish up the year 25-26-3. First time ever going sub-500 in the history of Knox Lock. So for you haters out there, I hope you're happy. You smoke crack, don't you? But I can, ex- I can walk away feeling better about myself because at least I had the courage to bet on Bill Belichick. But it was his awful football team who didn't show up. And so for that, we've earned the right to now go into Wild Card Weekend with another edition of this. Browns at Texans. Oh, you better believe it. You get knocked down, you get right back up. And we start off with my best bet of the weekend for whatever it's worth. I love the Houston Texans getting two to two and a half here at home against the Cleveland Browns. Feed me this. Houston will win this game outright. Cleveland's been a really fun story, but they got all sorts of injuries they're dealing with. C.J. Stroud is dealing. I think they're going to carry this momentum into this game. They won a big one last week in Indy. I think they get it done here. I love the Texans to win outright, but they're getting two, two and a half points, depending on where you look. Give me the Houston Texans. Dolphins at Chiefs. I'll take the Kansas City Chiefs. Way too much bitching and moaning coming out of Miami. Yeah, we get it. The conditions are rough. I understand. What do you want? You want this game to be played in South Beach? If they put up some palm trees and sprinkle some cocaine on the ground, are you going to feel better about yourselves? Is it going to feel more like home? Like, enough's enough. Everybody's dealing with injuries. Yeah, I know you got a lot, but I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs here. Five-point favorites at home. I think Kansas City finds themselves a little bit of a groove. They get it rolling here, and they take advantage of the conditions, and they take advantage of all that playoff experience. I like the Chiefs. Packers and Cowboys. I'll take the Dallas Cowboys. And, in fact, I think Dallas rolls here. Green Bay's a fun story. Green Bay's, like, like, on a little bit of a heater right now. Jordan Love is playing really, really well. He's playing really good football. But I think the Dallas Cowboys are just the much better team. I have no question about the Dallas Cowboys against the lower-level teams in the NFL. It's always been against the better teams. Because of that, I'm taking Dallas here, minus the seven. Rams and Lions. I mean, I can't really make a call on this game because I think both these teams are so closely matched up. But in the playoffs... Special teams, kicking, all of that stuff feels important, and the Rams have had issues with that. I like Detroit here. I love the story of Jared Goff getting a little bit of revenge at home and the Lions finally winning a playoff game. So I'm going to take the Lions here, minus the three. Steelers at Bills. Uh, Give me Buffalo. It's a lot of points. It's 10 points, but I'll trust the Bills at home getting this done Monday at 4.30 Eastern time. Better quarterback, and I think they got the better team. I'll take Buffalo. Eagles at Buccaneers. Hey, stop crying, Philly, and if you're A.J. Brown, get back on social media. I know you're not in this game, but I'll take Philly here. Minus two and a half at Tampa Bay. Better team defending NFC champs. And that is your Wild Card Weekend edition of Knox Locks. That's what I'm talking about. Stick around for Monty. Jonas, son of a bitch. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 